Julia. Oh, come on, man. What about Joe Lewis? The Brown Bomber. Now that was a great boxer. Damn right. I suppose nobody in here ever heard of Cassius Clay. We got a point. Cassius Clay was a bad motherfucker. Hey, I ain't saying Clay ain't bad. I'm just saying I stopped liking Cassius Clay. What's changing name Muhammad Ali? What kind of shit is that? Wait a second. Wait a second. A man has the right to change his name to whatever he wants to change it to. And if a man wants to be called Muhammad Ali, God damn it, this is a free country. You should respect his wishes and call the man Muhammad Ali. His mama named Clay. I'm going to call it Clay. Mm-hmm. That's right. I say Clay. Yeah, You must be out of your goddamn mind. Joe Lewis, the greatest boxer ever lived. I'll be with you boys in a minute. He was bad as Cat Clay. He bad as Sugar Ray. He bad as that. Who that? You, the new boy. Mike, Mike, Mike Tyson looked like a bulldog. He bad at him, too. He done whipped Mike Tyson's ass. He whipped all that. What about Rocky Marciano? Oh, there they go. There they go. Every time I start talking about boxing, a white man got to pull Rocky Marciano out there. That's the one. That's the one. Rocky Marciano. Rocky Marciano. Let me tell you something wonderful. Rocky Marciano was good. But compared to Joe Lewis, Rocky Marciano ain't shit. It's Joe Lewis's ass. That's why he didn't want Joe Lewis ass. Joe Lewis was 75 years old when he fought. I don't know how old he was, but he got an ass whooped. Joe Lewis had come out of retirement to fight Rocky Marciano. The man was 76 years old. Joe Lewis always lied about his age. He lied about his age all the time. One time, Frank Sinatra comes out here and sat down in his chair. And I said, Frank, you hang out with Joe Lewis. Just between me and you. How old is Joe Lewis? You know what Frank told me? He said, hey, Joe Lewis 137 years old. 137 years old. Oh, man, you ain't never meet no Frank Sinatra. Fuck you. Fuck you and fuck you. Broadcasting from the Live Network Studios in West Atlantic City, New Jersey, it's the Quizzo Trivia Podcast with your hosts, Nick and Drew. To participate, tweet us at Quizzo Podcast or send us an email at info at quizzopodcast.com. That's Q-U-I-Z-Z-O. Now, let's All get right. to the show. I wanted to get old school a little bit. You know, when I used to do those uh, movie intros, season oh, yeah, one, yeah. my yeah, never had all to America. time favorite. Oh, there's nothing better than in to my in my mind. This is the best Eddie Murphy comedy ever, coming to America, hands down. All right, let me think for a second. It's here. a fight. There's a lot of good ones. Trading places. That's the that's know. the that's the one I think you'd have to knock off my top shelf. Um, it's hard, but coming to America from beginning to end. And by the way, it is somewhat of a sequel to Trading Places. The one in thing a about lot of ways. coming to America. It's also a great story. It is a great just movie altogether. The story is great. Oh, it's the, awesome. Yeah, it's just a... But it's also got so many parts that are legendary. Like, I had such a hard time choosing for this intro which section to use because I originally was like, I'm using Randy Watson's sexual chocolate speech. I was using uh, Simi getting caught by the king when he when the king comes to his crappy apartment complex and knocks on the door, have you ever heard that scene? And he gets to the oh, guy, yeah, yeah. the I landlord's in the bathtub, right? <laughs> and he's like, uh, he's "Yeah, like, my personal my favorite is works is only because of the time it came out and like my age, whoever." But I, I do love Boomerang. That, that's oh. probably my personal favorite. And then I would go Trading Places coming. To I America. love Boomerang. Don't get me wrong. Is it coming to America? Coming back? Isn't there a yes. sequel coming? Yes, out? there's yeah. a sequel. And I and like I and said, they got everybody. They got Arsenio. They got almost everybody. So okay. that was actually a question in the entertainment round. Did you hear who the one? Uh, I the holdout. I have it. Yeah, uh, the one holdout from coming to America because he doesn't have time. 
<laughs> James Earl Jones. No, he's going to be in it. Who else could be busy? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit part. Who's too busy for Coming to America too? That was in Coming to America. Uh, I can't even imagine. It's a half the cast is Eddie. You know what I mean. And the other half is Arsenio. So Arsenio's too busy? No, he's coming. All right. Uh, was there a white dude in it? No. So I'll even give you the actor's name. Let's see if you can. Oh, get the is character. it the dad? No, he's coming back. I was going to say, he's still John alive. Amos, yeah. Yeah, John Amos. Yeah, he's back in it. Everyone's back there's in no it. There's no way John Amos is too busy. No, there's one guy. One guy. I'll give you the actor's name. Let's see if you can get the character. All right, all right. Eric LaSalle. I don't know Eric LaSalle at all. does nothing for me. He was the boyfriend of Eddie Murphy's eventual love interest, yeah, the, the, the Soul, Soul Glow, Glow guy. Heir. Yeah. He's too busy? He's too busy. He directs like SVU something Good or other. For him. And he's like, I'm not, I'm, not, wow, I'm, a... I'm not taking part in that nonsense. He's like, that was a long time ago. I'm not coming back with the hair. Uh, go for him that he's you know, I'm got a, a career. Actor yeah, now. that's amazing. I, that, but they are bringing back is. the actress that Eddie Murphy left at the altar, the one that hopped up on one leg. She's back in it. You know, oh, whatever kind like of music a, you bark, like. Whatever <laughs> kind of you like. Bark like a dog. I still say that I sometimes. Do that my, I do that to my kids. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know, There's that, so many scenes. Kind of, the royal penis is clean here. Kind of, so you like. Whatever kind of food you like. Semi, you will immediately go back to our royal suite at the Waldorf Astoria <laughs> and get him some decent clothes <laughs> and like, bathe yeah. him thoroughly. <laughs> <laughs> and then she just gives him a look. Oh, thank you, your highness. Yeah, it's it's a legendary movie. I just think it's uh, it's a lot to do a sequel to this, but I think Eddie Murphy is on the verge of a total renaissance. From what I've heard, this new Netflix movie he did is unbelievable. Yeah, what's it called? <sighs> um, Dolomite. Oh yeah, yeah, all right, that's it. Dolomite. It's good. It's on there now, isn't it? Yeah. Or is it coming I, out? I, I think it's coming out uh, soon. I, like I, I in, saw like it on there, so, but I guess I, they were advertising. Yeah, it's it's uh, they're they're pumping it up for a Netflix. And he's doing film, a stand up, and he's going right? to come back to stand up. You know, uh, you think Eddie's broke, or you think Eddie's no, just he's super super wealthy. He's he's worth. I, I looked up his net worth. He's like three hundred million. Yeah, that's what I thought. He has no no issues. I didn't know. He's with got money. all those kids and stuff. I thought it, maybe he finally. Wanted... I, I think what it is is he hit a lull um, creatively. Where he was unable to just get out you of his think own so? fame. Was it, was it uh, the Nutty Professor Nine? It wasn't. I mean, was that those a... were all cash grabs. I think creatively he was drained at that point. He was just doing that for money, and there was there was nothing creative behind that. He was just a character taking a job, yeah, doing whatever, just cash and checks. Yeah, but I think he was depressed. Uh, he's talked about that. He's had severe depression for twenty years, and I think he kind of kicked that and came to a different place creatively because of being able to deal with that depression and grow up, and his family grows up, and everything else. Well, that or he's... Netflix wrote him a check for eighty million dollars, yeah, and but, that cheered him but, up. But it, but you're not going to do it if you're going to destroy your legacy, and you've already got three hundred mil. You know what I'm saying? He's ready to come back to being Eddie. He's Eddie Murphy. The guy was well, we're David gonna, we're Chappelle. We're going to find out as soon as Dolomite hits. We're going to find, find out about that stand-up special. Because yeah, that'll I'll t- be the Because real. I'll tell you what, like, to me, there's nothing more definitive in a, in a comedian's career than a stand-up special. And when you've taken that long off from literally the two most legendary comedic specials ever, and now, you, and it's, now you're back. It's, and it's, not uh, only that, like, half your material wouldn't fly oh, anymore. Oh, my God. Yeah, you know, so no, you, you kind of have like, to. How is Eddie Murphy evolved? Whole, like he's got to right. be in a totally different mindset. But like Chappelle does it successfully. Chappelle is what Chappelle Eddie Murphy nailed it. Oh, he uh, just knows how to do it. So, but I'm I'm dying for Eddie to come ever. back strong. I'm rooting hard. 
So, all right, let's get to it. You ready? Uh, this is episode 132. Yeah. I think we're 132 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. All right, let's Isn't that play. exciting? Yeah, let's do let's it. Play uh, Quizzo. Get some general knowledge questions uh, going for you here. Um, uh, I got three. I got three in the general knowledge round. So I'm going to start you off with a uh, topical one because I always like uh, things that are going on these days in the news. Uh, uh-huh. So what politician was caught using a fake Twitter account under the name Pierre Delecto? You know, in all the Twitter accounts, fake Twitter account names, Pierre Delecto does not come close to the best. No, but it's just... The, you know who the best is, right? Let's see. Fake Twitter account oh, names? Oh, there, there's no better than this. Well, I this. mean, just... Or, or are you, like, accounting, like, can I get, like, uh, Andre Risen's, uh, you know, uh, hotel check-in name? What was he? Ron Mex- He was Ron, Ron Mex- Mex- No, that was that Michael Vick. That was Michael Vick, Vick yeah. No, uh, Antonio Risen had a good one, too. Andre Risen. Uh, Andre Risen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Andre Risen's. Uh, I don't remember Andre Risen's. Oh, I, Jim I, Rome used to talk about I, it. I do all remember the time. that he had one, but it can't be that good if we don't remember it. No, it's it's good. I'll get all it. Right, I'll That's tell you thing. one thing. Pierre Delecto versus Ron Mexico. That is a good. That, that that's a good. But the but the best one of all time is, is, is way better. Okay. But, but the, the fact that Mitt Romney, a man of that guy's stature. <laughs> has it. got a fake Twitter account. <laughs> I so love they it. figured it out. Some yeah. journalists figured it out because this guy was all he was doing was complimenting Mitt Romney's posts. Posts. That's Fantastic. it. Wow, this Mitt Romney really knows what he's talking Dude, about. Mitt, you got to mix in a little uh, criticism once in a while, or at least you know, I don't fully agree with you, Mitt. But you're a damn handsome gentleman. It's one of those things that when they say like on a job interview, uh, what would your uh, People say your drawbacks are, and you say, oh, well, you know, they would say he's just too focused on his work. You know, it's something like that. Can't just compliment everything Mitt Romney's doing. And then I guess p- apparently one of his grandkids friended him or something, or they saw that one of his grandkids was following this Pierre Delecto. Pierre Delecto. How do you <laughs> come up with that name? Another That's thing, your name? The, the other thing about the Pierre Delecto thing was, didn't somebody call him out and say, is this Mitt Romney and Pierre Delecto's response? Did you see that? No. His, his response. So I, th- I, think, I think somebody wrote to the Twitter account and said, is this Mitt Romney? And Pierre Delecto wrote back, je suis, or something like, whatever is, yes, it's me. In French. <laughs> in French. <laughs> like, yes, I am <laughs> Pierre Delecto. C'est Mysterious. moi. C'est, C'est moi. moi. That's what C'est it is. moi. C'est moi. Say moi, Pierre Delecto. You got me. Uh, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Talk about a guy. What's he got? $600 million in the bank, and he's on Twitter with a fake name? Dude, there is more to life. There I, is I don't more even know what to, to say. life, Mitt. It's hard to find the uh, Andre Risen name, but rest assured I will come to it by the end of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. This entire episode is about digging this information out. All right. Well, I have my favorite all-time fake name, and... Okay. It belongs to a Mr. Wiener. Oh, what was Anthony Wiener's fake name? What did he go with? Carlos Danger. (laughs) Carlos Danger? (laughs) Charles Danger? Chucky Danger? Carlos Danger. My favorite. Yeah, Pierre Delecto. Carlos Danger. Carlos Danger. Meet Pierre Delecto. You two will be fast friends.
Uh, let's is see. Is Delecto even a French name? <laughs> Have we confirmed that that or like you ever heard the name Delecto before? I don't think so. <laughs> All, All right, right, my turn. True or false? Salisbury steak was created by Dr. James Salisbury. I love it. Uh, it's just great. I hope it's so true, but I'm going to say false. True. Ah, Dr. James Salisbury. <laughs> Dr. Well, James. I thought Salisbury, Maryland, maybe. Yeah, that's in, a, in, in or, or is it the Salisbury, England? England? Yeah, yeah that's figured. what I assumed. It yeah, was yeah, Dr. Meatloaf from England. I gave you Salisbury the same State. question last week in a different form. It inspired it. Like, it. What, what inspired was it? Pilates. John. Joe Pilates. Joe Pilates. True or false? Joe Pilates created Pilates. Yeah, 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 yeah. That happened. It's crazy. Nah, I love it. That's a that's a fantastic. Right back one. at you with it. I I was tempted to say yes, but I figured you were gonna get me by getting me you know what i mean i was gonna play it safe by having you get me that way uh in that case i'm happy with being wrong um all right i actually had more than i even thought here let's see which direction i want to go with this um okay i'm gonna ask you this question nick uh which alfred hitchcock movie marked the debut of tippy hedron birds birds you're all over that yeah i saw that what do you think what do you think of birds um Oh, it's good. It's terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean, I like it's terrifying in a way that I like. Like, I don't necessarily like the way that like it is terrifying, even though it's not a bad movie. It just that scares me more than like Hitchcock films are terrifying in a way that I I like. I like that suspense thriller. Yeah, building. Yeah, man. Throughout a throughout a movie, that, you know, what city you birds know. all takes place in. Hmm. It's an equally interesting question. Because there was an alternate ending I learned about, and I was like, "Oh, well, what that's city does it take place in?" Yeah. Yep. Hmm. I, uh, is it on the East Coast? Nope. Okay, Bakersfield. West Coast. Yeah, uh, Bakersfield, California. That's uh, San Francisco. Oh, it's a it takes place outside of San Francisco. Okay. So the original ending that they had scripted, but it was too difficult to pull off, was birds covering the entire Golden Gate Bridge. All right. But they couldn't pull it off yeah, technically. It just I I don't know. Like they for whatever the reason they abandoned the idea. Hmm. So that's uh interesting bit of Alfred Hitchcock uh trivia, who won how many Oscars for his amazing directing uh work? He won zero for directing. <laughs> they gave him zero. an honorary one. Yeah, they gave him the BS whatever. Well, it's I like saying the, I'm a doctor, but they, I guess like thrillers back then were treated like comedies are today. You just don't get nope. you didn't get Oscars for him. Sure. Or like superhero movies are, right, Scorsese? But Scor- I love how Scorsese's all over superhero movies, but go make another mob flick. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you're so diverse I with know, your but filmmaking. He, he has made other movies. Okay. I mean, his best ones. All right, Gangs of New York is a mob flick? Yes. All right. <laughs> the Aviator. All right. I'm not saying he's he's got nothing else. I'm Shuttle just saying Island. like almost everything you... I understand his best films yeah, are. Yeah, that, that, that he's known for. Well, did for. somebody make a and comment about He just did The Irishman, and it's like the same... Oh, no, Saturday Night Live did a joke about how um, he was saying, you know, the Marvel's not cinema. Yeah, like, yeah, All yeah, right, go ahead and do another, right. do another mob movie with De Niro and Pesci. Right. I, I, for, I think it was but Spade like, who gave that to or Saturday Night Live. Oh, I okay, I don't know. I heard what somebody said. Um I mean, Raging Bull was not a mob movie. No, uh, okay. Taxi Driver's not I a mob know, movie. I know, I'm just saying shut up. He does use the same actors. Yeah, uh, people, well, that's fine. But people like uh, Wolf of Wall Street, you know. Oh, yeah, Wolf oh, of Wall Street. I learned a fascinating amount of information about Wolf of Wall Street, okay? 
Do you know who Wolf of Wall Street was financed by? The movie? Yeah. Who it was financed by? Yeah. It uh, was Harv? No, so listen to this. It was Harv? Fi- it was financed by one of the greatest con men of all time. He was this Malaysian guy named Joe Lowe. Okay? You can't even make this up. Joe Lowe? Joe Lowe. Went to uh, Penn. <coughs> went to Penn. Went to Wharton. Um, that's where he, he did his college. Went to a very prestigious uh, school in England. And his family was, like, kind of rich in Malaysia. Like, $15 million rich, right? Okay. Goes to this primary school in England. Decides he's going to start scamming at a really early age and convince all these high uppers in the Middle East and whatever else that he's filthy rich, billionaire rich. So when they come to visit him in Malaysia, he rents a billionaire's vacation house, yacht included and whatever else, throws a big party, replaces all the pictures with his family stuff, moves into stuff in the bedroom so it all looks like lived in and whatever else, and and convinces his first group of people at 17 years old that he's a billionaire, not a high millionaire. And these are people from England that he's bringing over from college? But a lot of them are Middle Easterners that are going to school at this in academy London, in got England, got it, got it, at this, this prestigious academy. Okay. Um, Goes to Wharton, does the exact same thing. Starts throwing these millionaire parties at Wharton. Even came to AC a whole bunch of times uh, doing high roller stuff, uh, you know, throwing parties, whatever else. Uh, Eventually befriends um, uh, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. Now, the whole time his dad's kind of bankrolling him doing these parties, but he's not really rich. He has no real money behind it. So what he does is he pulls the scam to get this, like, state fund created in Malaysia in return from some political favors, and then cuts a oil deal with some land under the Caspian Sea that's never actually going to get developed, but that a group sold bonds for for 30 years out that won't need to be repaid, Okay. and takes $700 million of that and gets it into a private bank account. Okay? Okay. So then he puts his personal career of, like, high roller on you know, uh, on hyperfire, trying to pursue more of these con deals, befriends Leo and ends up being the bankroller of Wolf of Wall Street. And did he make a ton of dough off of Wolf of Wall Street? He did. He he made, but it doesn't matter now because he got busted and and he's got nothing. They I called mean, in those bonds uh, from the Caspian Sea deal. Uh, was that? It was. It, he got he got so busted and it was like a whole. He brought down an entire government of Malaysia and it was it was not pretty. What's the lesson learned here? Uh, the lesson learned that was interesting is you know who the first guy that busted him was. The, <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street, the real Jordan, Jordan Belfer. When he met this guy, he told to a bunch of people, this guy's full of shit. You got to look well, into him. if anybody can figure out a scam artist, yeah, it's and he, Jordan Belfort. And he's meeting this guy, <laughs> and this guy's funding the movie, and he's paying for Jordan Belfort to go that's all a, over the that's world. That's a takes-one-to-no-one situation. Yes, it, right yes it is. But it's a fascinating story. So there's a whole book about that, about how this guy perpetuated some That'd of the biggest fraud out there. be Scorsese's next movie. Yeah, <laughs> really. Certainly I mean, it's a movie be. within a movie. Yeah, it certainly could be. Yeah, and everybody got you know quite taken. And supposedly the thing that was most interesting about this guy at his own parties was he never enjoyed himself. He had a look of total, like, unenjoyment at every one of these things. And everybody was like, why is he even doing this? He doesn't even seem like he wants to be oh, doing you this. you know what? He probably read The Great Gatsby when he was a kid. Oh, he was called <laughs> the Gatsby of... <laughs> that's, the, that's what he was... That's he was what called he was, the Malaysian to, Gatsby. Sounds exactly like what he's trying to do there. Yeah. but And think about that. The Wolf of Wall Street, The Great Gatsby, those are all Leo movies. Oh, yeah, you're right. Maybe he was just obsessed with Leo. I don't know. And they were like, <laughs> boys. Or he was feeding him those ideas. I forgot Leo did the Gatsby. That was actually a decent movie. It was great. 
I thought it wasn't just decent. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, it was good. Um, all right, you want to move on to what's sports? That, what's that? What's that director's name? I guess with a B. Baz Lerman. Yeah, Baz. Right, who I was uh, incorrectly always associated with uh, singing uh, Boz Gags. Boz Gags. Boz Gags. Lido. Baz Lerman should be. Boz Gags is Lido. Yeah, I know. Lido. Did you see what fast food chain closed its first UK restaurant in less than a week? Chick-fil-A. First of all, okay. Unbelievable. they didn't close it. They announced that they're leaving it after the six-month lease they signed is over. So it's still open. Oh, it is? Yes. Oh, I and saw they they have two other in a week. Lo- two other locations getting planned. It, they were basically, the lease was canceled in a week because of protests, like LGBT protests. Uh, I mean, don't they know what, what the chicken tastes like? But what Yo, a crew. folks, I know they, they don't like. shut down a Chick-fil-A in Yo, a week? Folks, I know they don't like, but like, you got to understand the franchise groups don't care about that. Like, there's tons of gay people that work at Chick-fil-A. There's tons of them. It doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, you want to protest. That's fine. The chicken's delicious. <laughs> I just I can't imagine. amazing I can't chicken. imagine they could get a place shut down in a week. It's incredible. It's incredible. The chicken is so good, though. I have I have a, a gay friend who I see every single week doing Quizzo, right? And he said to me, I understand. I love my people, but the chicken is delicious. Those were his words. <laughs> the chicken is delicious. It is a really, really good quality piece of chicken. So I just think you need to judge people on their chicken, not their political beliefs. That's that's my stance. Um, all right, let's do sports. 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 Uh, Nick, true or false? There is a college football team that plays on a gray turf field. The gray turf? A gray turf field. Well, we got Smurf turf. We know that. Boise State plays on a blue turf field. I have thought about ACFC playing on a purple turf field. Yeah, you render it in much of your renderings. It looks pretty awesome, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Orlando did it. Orlando City uh, played on a purple turf, uh, gra- purple grass field that they grew specifically for their inaugural season, and they got it approved by FIFA. Looks amazing. All right, so I'm going to say... I have never seen the gray turf. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll say false. Why would I even conceive of such a thing unless it were true? I mean, really? Like, what would make me write a question saying gray turf out of just sheer spite for humanity? Like, why would I make that up? But nonetheless, Nick, it is true. So I would like to present to you easily, 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 easily the worst turf in football. It is that of Eastern Michigan University. Eastern Michigan University, Nick, has a gray turf field that makes you, it makes every single game uh, look like it is. No, like it's the movie Pleasantville. That's the best way I could put it. Black and white? Yes. it's, It's every, like. Little bits of color that stick out with the uniform, but pretty much everything else is in complete black and white, and it's just so unbelievably bizarre, and you just don't understand why anybody would do this and then continue with it. Okay. Yeah, that's gray, I guess. Gray, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you see the green. (laughs) Okay, now that I see the green against it. The green stands out, yeah. It looks like you're colorblind. Looks yeah. like you're, it looks like something's wrong with your... Will they get a deal? I, I don't know. I, I mean, I mean Eastern I think Michigan save a few dollars? Here's my, my thought. My think 
my thinking is they want to stand out like Boise stands out because of the blue turf. The, the Smurf turf's awesome, though. But That's an event. I ju- but I just tested this. You've never heard of it. Right. Okay. And it looks horrendous. Right. <laughs> so, so it's, it's not a working. bad idea. Yeah, it's not Paint working. your turf. <laughs> if you could paint the end zones, folks, get rid of the gray next year. And Time it, to go in a different direction. Working. As one marketer in the sports world to another, please, no gray turf. Uh, Ten points each. What two Major League Baseball teams play in stadiums named for orange juice companies? <laughs> uh, uh, Tropicana. So uh, the Tampa, the the Tampa Rays. Tampa Rays play at Tropicana. Whatever yeah. that is. That. <laughs> Whatever that is. A Tampa Ray? Yeah, so who plays at Minute Maid Park? Because Minute Maid Park is the other one. Is Houston at Minute Maid Park? Houston Astros. Yeah, that's right. They I was played like, each they, other they, in Enron. the first... They used to play at like Enron Field. <laughs> they played each other in the first round. Oh, yeah, and there the you playoffs go. was kind of funny. It's the, like the orange two juice, rival uh, orange juice company We're sort of sponsored by something related to, <laughs> to oranges, but it just isn't. Yeah, Minute Maid. No. Things are not going well at Minute Maid. No, I, I oh, meant you're Tropicana, like Tropicana, Atlantic City yeah, FC. Yeah. Like oh, yeah, people think it's a orange juice company that we're sponsoring. It's not. Um, all right, Nick, I'll give you a baseball question since we're in the uh, baseball time of year. Uh, who has the most strikeouts in Major League Baseball postseason history for a pitcher? Pitchers throw the most strikeouts in their career. Career. Not a single year or a single game. All right. I've got one guy that comes to mind. And we were just having this conversation. My dad was in town last weekend, and we were talking about... This very topic, for some strange... No, we were, what we were talking about is who is the, um, the playoff pitcher, just the most dominant playoff pitcher. And this guy was my vote. I'm going to say uh, Mariano Rivera. It's a great guess, but it's not the correct answer. The correct answer, my friend, is Justin Verlander, and he has just broken that record. It, ju- it was Mariano's? No. Who Mariano's w- third. Who was this? John Smoltz. Okay. If you remember, part of the reason why is because if you're a reliever, you only get an inning or two innings. Right, even oh, if you, you get usually get an games. inning, but but you get four right, games but, but at if, least. Yeah, but if you're a starter and you pitch three games in a seven-game series, it's true, and you can rack up twelve. Right, but I felt like Rivera 36. had. I felt like Rivera had a long enough career, and they Smol- were in the. But the reason why Smol- so Smoltz was both. No, no, it, Smoltz it, it, had it two makes sense. separate. It makes sense. two separate careers, but now Verlander's number one all time. You think he gets converted to a closer ever, Verlander? I don't. Nah. No, nah, because. He's still throwing gas. Yeah. Look, look at what gas. Is, he, is he 35? Yeah. Well, I still love me some Kate Upton. That's all I can say. He did well for himself. Those two are very much in love. Yes. What's not to love? <laughs> What's not to love? <laughs> uh, you got one more to fire away, and then we'll uh, yeah, move sure. on to... Uh, a thousand attempts. A minimum of 1,000 attempts. So you're talking about a guy with a long career who wasn't right. afraid to shoot the three. Ooh. Who's got the worst... <laughs> Three-point field goal shooting percentage. I hope it's also Kobe Bryant. It's not. Oh, because you gave me that last week, and I was like, I'm going to start That's guessing I Kobe play, for I played every off, bad I played statistic. off of Kobe with this, but uh, no, it's not Kobe. Mm. 
God, I hope it's not John Starks. Don't do that. You know, it's somebody recently enough because the three point hasn't been around that long where it's not a guy who is from our, you know, time of watching sports. He is a Hall of Famer. So it's not not obscure. Isaiah Thomas. Charles Barkley. Oh my God. <laughs> Every time that guy threw up a three, you're Chuck. just like, why? I can't believe he threw up a <laughs> thousand, thousand threes. threes. That's the real statistic. Right? Did you, I think I had it in this uh, week's probably about quiz. one a game for his I was trying to figure out. It's, it's around one a game. There were three right? Hall of Famers taken in the first five picks of uh, Barkley's year. You know the other two? Yeah, it was Alajuan. Yep. Jordan. You got it. And Barkley. Yeah. I wonder there was, who... Actually, there was another Hall of Famer taken in the first round of that draft. But right later on. back at you. Got him? But later on. This is 84, so let's see. Was Pippen in that draft? Nope. He was a second rounder anyway. He came, yeah, I mean, he, he came later. It's a great question. Power forward, maybe. Well, that was pretty. So he, uh, 1,073 games for Charles. So he threw up 1,000 threes. He threw up a three a game. Three a game. And it Everybody give just Chuck one. It <laughs> just always looked insane. Oh, I got the two. Oh, man, I'm blanking. I don't know. What do you got? It's a great question. The John other. Stockton. Oh, no way. Gonzaga. That sucks. I should have guessed that. And Chuck shot 26.6% from three. <laughs> so once a week, <laughs> once maybe a week, one Chuck. would go down. <laughs> one of those threes would go down. <laughs> once a week, Chuck. You know Definitely ate fast food more than once a week. All right, let's uh, move on to geography, history. Uh, next round of our little Quizzo podcast here, which you can play QuizzoTrivia.com, Q-U-I-Z-Z-O, Trivia.com, all over the United States. Go check it out, especially in South Jersey and Pennsylvania. I don't know how much you could really play it all over the United States. If you're in random towns and... Uh, Contact us so we can get yeah. you a game. Get you more. Be happy to do it anywhere. Um this is fascinating to me, and just by the fact that I am going to tell you the fact that it's fascinating should be your clue, okay? What state does the Delaware River begin in? Oh, we're on geography history? Sorry, I missed that. <laughs> that was I'll awesome. still look it up. Fascinating huh? Chuck numbers. I'm still trying to find Andre Risen's, uh <laughs> It'd be great if I could remember that before you could find it, because I-, I do remember that Roe used to... Joke about that, but I'm getting no clues. All right, where are we talking about now? Geography, history. What state does the Delaware River begin? I feel like you I come to my barn and ask me questions. Pennsylvania. That'd be the most reasonable, logical guess, it's right? Uh, it's either New Jersey or Pennsylvania, I thought. It is New York. <laughs> it is New York. All right. It is New York State. I'm picturing, like, I'm like, I thought I was at the beginning of the Delaware River, but I guess it goes all the way up to New York. Okay. Yeah. You want to know it's even... It, goes, it starts in New York, forms the border between Do you want to know the start of what the Delaware River is, what it looks like? It looks like that. That is a puddle. That is a... A puddle with, like, a hole next to it. That is the beginning of the Delaware River in, like, Newburgh, New York. <laughs> and oh, from there. Newburgh. Okay. Some some town in, uh, yeah. Isn't that crazy? 
Oh. <laughs> it's like, oh, here's just this random thing, and then boom. Because there's that point in which you cross the Delaware Water Gap. Sure. Which is Pennsylvania to New Jersey. Sure. And it seems like that's kind of where. But then following up. You could go all the way up. All the way up. All right. New York and New Jersey border further north when you get past that. What word is most common in the Atlanta street names? What is the most common word? It's got to be peach street, right? <laughs> it's peach street. Please tell me it's peach street. <laughs> oh, I've been there street. enough times to say every street here is named peach street. What's going <laughs> on here? We got peach street place, peach street court, you, you peach, street, peach street, peach street lane. Go to peach street, make a left. They're all look peach for, street. Look for peach street. They're <laughs> all peach street. Right. Everything here is a peach tree. At the end of that, you'll find uh, peach tree. Hey, we're making a new soccer team. What do you want for our logo? Peach tree. Peach tree. Here's a clue for Atlanta. It's easier to get around a town when the na- the names of the streets are different. I I I, I don't know what to tell you, Atlanta. Like I I'm still I'm like looking around. Like I'm perplexed. We, I still don't know what street I ever stayed there? on because I know we stayed it, on Peach Street, hundred percent. Right, but I don't know which one. Oh, I don't know which one. No, no, hundred percent Peach Street, but I don't know which one. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Uh, Peachtree. Atlanta's a good place, though. Um, give you something a little bit more interesting, topically speaking, than the, where the Delaware River begins. Uh, <laughs> do you know, I'll, I'm going to ask this in reverse on the quiz, but I'm going to ask you uh, this question. Do you know who uh, created the periodic table of elements in 1867? Mendel. Yeah, Mendeleev. Mendeleev. Yeah, yeah. Mendeleev. You yeah. give me that, the spelling? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you got to have a team, folks. Because oh, right, when you right. say Mendel, then somebody can say Mendeleev. No, 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 Mendeleev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mendel did something much yeah. worse. Right, yes. <laughs> Dmitry Mendeleev. Russian chemist Dmitry Mendeleev created the periodic table of elements in 1867. So good for you. Uh, who is considered the wealthiest criminal in history? Oh, no question, hands down, easy answer. Pablo Escobar. 100%. He, was, it's like worth he made the Forbes list in like, <laughs> like the 11th spot. Yeah, I think he had $30 billion at one time, which at the time of his death was right. worth like it's 80 just, It's funny because he's like billion. the only guy that rich that like legally has a mandate to kill him by everybody. It's like, listen, he's that rich, but everybody can come kill him. Yep. In the government. Whatever you can do, whatever forces you can amass, you are allowed to go kill him. He's too powerful. Yep. Oh, yeah. That guy, <laughs> Pablo Escobar. He supplied the U.S. with cocaine in the 80s. The whole U.S. Yeah. <laughs> he cocaine fueled is not everything we just said about Jordan Belfort and why he was doing what he was doing had directly <laughs> to do with the pockets Pablo Escobar. Pablo Escobar. Uh, okay. So we'll get out of this and uh, yeah. move on to entertainment. I got tons of entertainment, so I'd rather spend my time there. Um, should I ask you a millennial question? Because I'm trying to, uh, you know, get some get younger, see what you know about the uh, All right. 20 see years younger than do. you. So what Nickelodeon show was rebooted in June of 2019 featuring musical guest the Jonas Brothers for their premiere episode? The show was on Nickelodeon for a decade and was one of their most popular shows. And it's produced a lot of Nickelodeon stars. I don't know this, but I'm going to try to think of something so I can take a guess at it. Nickelodeon was on for a decade, produced a lot of stars. It's got to be after my time. 
Yes. So like Demi Lovato, is she a Nickelodeon star? I don't remember if she was that or Disney. All right. I don't, I don't know which was which. Zendejas, is she a uh, Zendeja? Is she a Nickelodeon? She, she could have been that or Disney. Again, I don't know which one was which. Mm. I know Keenan and Cal, I was just saying the, the two from Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. right. This was theirs. That was it. Was this show that they were from? Yeah. Well, they were part of it, and now they're executive producing the new version of it. I mean, I can't even come up with a guess. It's called All That. Oh. It was the variety show on Nickelodeon I, that lasted no a decade. No All chance. right, yeah. Well, I wanted to, I wanted to me. see how out of your wheelhouse and uh, out of listen. N- you have no reason to know that, sir. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm happy you don't know that. I, I'm not. I would ask some questions. With my head down. I had to look stuff up <laughs> to force feed questions that can relate to somebody 23 in the audience. Do you understand? I I will not walk out of here with my head down on no. that one. Uh, Studio 8H is the home to what TV show? Studio 8H. Saturday Night Live? Saturday Night Live. Yeah. yeah. From That's Studio 8H. Right? Yeah, I hear right. that. I, I just heard it in my head. The only question was like, is that Conan or was that not the Tonight Show or was that? Yeah. Saturday Night Live. Saturday, it's Saturday Night Live. That's a Don Pardo. Isn't he the voice? Don Pardo. Don Pardo says everything like this. <laughs> um, Okay, Nick, uh, what role will Sulil Moonfry be reprising on a new television show? They're bringing everything old back again, Nick. Yeah, it's, they cannot come up with anything no. new, uh, so you got to bring everything old back again. I, they're even remaking We're selling the Shining nostalgia. or something like that. It's like, yeah, but The Shining the is Shining? Dr. Sleep. It's the sequel, so at least yeah. it's, they're remaking Coming to America. This is the they're remake. Just gonna ru- I mean, they're going to ruin it is what they're going to well, do. That's what I'm wondering about Coming to America. You had a really high standard to hit comedically. Like, you can't just make a sequel plot line I don't want to like the the beauty of coming to America was every line of dialogue in that movie was hilarious. It didn't matter what was going I'll, on. I'll bet you five to one it's not as good. I'll bet you I'll twenty bet to one it's not better. Oh, there's no way it'll yeah. be better, but I bet it'll be good. I'm, I'm banking on it's going to be good because Eddie Murphy's well, be, in a comedic. As, as rebirth. good as the Terminator movie, that it'll be better than that. I, I <laughs> I'm bet just the Terminator. Okay, that's a good, joke. Good, good, Dark good. fate. Dark. fate. Somebody, Somebody needs to, to terminate, terminate this, this series. Franchise. Yes, franchise. <laughs> that's exactly right. By the way, does anything make you feel older than when you go to the movies because of the price? Like, uh, like I'm, a, I'm about midway through life here, and it's like I remember like my grandfather talking about like going to the nickel. five cents. It was a nickel. It was a nickel. It was and, called and a Nickelodeon. There's like three things. Literally, like, dude, it was the Nickelodeon. Like, like when I was, I remember in high school, cigarettes were less than two dollars. But they got to be five hours by the time I was in college and right seven away. so quickly. Very quickly. And then like with gas prices, it was ninety cents yep. at one point when I was driving. We toured and the country on ninety five cent gas. But there's nothing like going to the movies and it being fourteen dollars and me just think to myself like that is a I remember month when I remember when I used to get ten dollars, I could go to the movies and go to friendlies afterwards and had money left over. That's, but that's... I, besides the point. It's insanely insulting. Um, okay. All right, what two words were tattooed above Tupac? But you didn't answer my question. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, what role will Salil Moonfry be reprising on a new TV show? I answered it in my head. And oh. then we started talking about something else. She is um, Punky Brewster. Yes. Salil Moonfry is Punky she, Brewster. So she's back. Punky living her life. The fact of bringing back wait, Punky Brewster wait, no. is so desperate. It's even better. It's just, it gets even that better. wasn't good the first time so around. So the, fir- the first post to let us all know that Punky Brewster in- indeed is reborn 
was a video conference message that she posted with her new co-star on Punky Brewster, who plays her ex-husband, who she, quote, Punky and ex-hubby are still tight. Can't wait to see how this plays out. Welcome this person to the family. Guess? Who that is? Yeah, it's like a picture round right for your face. I mean, I was hoping it was going to be Joey Lawrence. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> but it's not. He's way too old. It's not Joey Lawrence. Who is that guy? Who is this guy? We got his picture on your... Wait, 100% I know who he is? Sure. Such a bad picture of him. Well, yeah, because he's doing a Skype with Salil Moonfry. <laughs> She's in the upper right-hand corner. They're having a conversation. This was the post about uh, letting us know that Punky Brewster is back alive. I, I don't recognize that guy. That is Freddie Prinze Jr. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. Oh, you're uh, not tuning in for the Freddie Prinze wow. Jr. Uh, uh, chemistry dynamic between him. Oh, and wait, that's Freddie. Pr- I, I was I thought you were saying that was Frankie Muniz. No, Freddie Prinze, <laughs> <Freddie> Prinze Jr. <laughs> oh, yeah, now I'm in. Oh, now you're in. <laughs> OK, I, I run Sorry. from Freddie Prinze Jr. faster than anyone in history. <laughs> There's nobody I run from faster. TTFPJ, TTFPJ. <laughs> exactly. Thank thank you. <laughs> I thought you'd love that. I was like, well, if you were wondering what he's up to these days, wonder no more, Nick. He's been cast in the reboot of Punky Brewster. How's your career doing, Freddie? Well, I just got cast in the reboot of Punky you Brewster. You have a P-Groove song named after you, though, so it's that's true. something. That's true. It's one of my favorites, too. TTFPJ. All right. Uh, the two words tattooed above Tupac's navel. <laughs> Spent much time looking at <laughs> Tupac's navel. <laughs> Why would I know that? <laughs> and yet, somehow I can picture it immediately uh, oh, yes, because it's like an album cover. Question. It's an album cover, it's definitely isn't it? an album cover. Yep. Yeah. It's uh, definitely an album cover. I'm glad I don't know it that fast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if I put some real thought into it, like, he had albums like, was it like Life After Death? Everything they always talked about seemed to be death related. I'm going to guess one of those words is death. Is one what? of those words death? No, you had the other one, though. Life? Yes. Life After Death is. Uh, Biggie? Isn't that Biggie? Yeah, 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 I, yeah I don't yeah, know the difference. The it's, uh, I, don't know. Know. <laughs> I mean, I, don't know I know the difference, but I'm just saying it's not. Biggie and Tupac? One was good, one was not. Biggie, great. Tupac. What? You, you didn't like Tupac? No, I did not. What about the... I'm not a fan of Tupac. What about the remake of that Bruce Hornsby song? The way it is? Yeah. I see no changes. Yeah, it's called Changes, right? Yeah. I like that song. I mean, if you had the changes, what is California Love? Is that the other one that were popular? I mean... Okay, at the be- at the be- I mean, certainly not my uh, not my flavor. Much more of a biggie. Okay. Uh, so what are we, where are we at here? Uh, the two. So life. Do you have a guess of the what life is tattooed above to table? <laughs> or you want me to just put you out of here? Yeah, please. Thug life. Thug life. Perfect. Cheesy. Perfect. Of course, it's. Of course it is. Um, okay. of, do you ever see the Jared Leto? Is it Jared Leto or Jared Leto? Jared Leto. Leto. Have you ever seen Whoa. his version of the Joker? Ever what did he do it for? He did it for that horrible that, movie. That with, Harley uh, Quinn Harley movie? Quinn. No. What was that called? Um, I can't even remember the name of the movie. I didn't see it. The Suicide Squad? You got it. Suicide Squad. Okay. Yeah. 
Did you ever see what no. he looks like as? He looks like the Joker. Yeah, I've seen. Oh, he looks. Ta- pull, pull him up. I, I want to show you. Something. Look at what's tattooed on his forehead. Jared. I looked this up the other day because my, da- my daughter was Leto. asking me about which which Joker I like the best, and I really can't decide. But I just I do know which one I like the least without even seeing the movie. Jared Leto. Look, look, look at this. I, I heard this movie was awful, so I just never saw it. But look at his Joker. What does it say? I can't see. I can't read it, but I see it. He has damaged. braces. Okay. He's damaged on his <laughs> He looks like Pete Davidson. <laughs> he does look like Pete Davidson. And he's got ha-ha tattooed like, all over his body. I mean, it's just such a bad... Uh, I'm pretty sure what I watched last night was the most incredible thing I could have imagined in terms of the creation of that character. Yeah. They got it right. We've been I waiting mean, for that. For I've been waiting for that since the 1988 Batman came out and that Jack Nicholson character. Well, that's what this guy turns into. Yeah, and that's how he became that ring guy. Leader. And, uh, yeah, you feel good about that story. And just, like, th- the way they got Gotham, just this trash yeah, film. It's almost like they worked that character backwards from where he was in 88 to the Heath Ledger winning an Oscar doing it. Yep. Like, And it, now this was the beginning. They, they almost yeah. worked that character but backwards can, in will, a way that was will this guy just fantastic. Conti- will uh, Joaquin continue? continue it? I hope he at least does one more. Who's the who's I Batman right now? Oh, thank God it's not Ben Affleck anymore, because well, yeah. I refuse to go those see those. bombed. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's Ben Affleck. I'm not going. But aren't they making we, we learned Robert, lesson when they they made making Clooney, Robert Pattinson when they made Batman? Clooney. No, they're not. That's what I heard. Oh, my gosh. So, like, this would be total wasted if they, they bring... They, I don't even think... I don't even think these two franchises are related. I, I'm pretty sure that somebody else entirely did just paid DC Comics to and, have this. Uh, and did this all... Because this is Todd Phillips. Sure. Who did it? So I think we're looking at a whole other. Good. I thing. like the way this was done much more than anything else. Oh, I would else. much rather see the Jokers climb to success. Well, that's my Batman, thing. I, I think you with could. Batman in the back. Because Bruce with Wayne. With no Batman only... yet. He was a child. Yeah, he was a child. He's got a decade here to, you know, before the kid grows up and much ready more to fight interested him. in seeing that. Yeah. All right. Well, it, for what it's worth, Nick and I saw that movie and it was, it was good. So go see it. Um, did you ask me the last one? Yeah, I asked you Thug Life, I think. Thug Life. Which cartoon lab mice are always trying to take over the world, Nick? What cartoon lab mice? Are always trying to take over the world. This is, again, not your wheelhouse. I figured I would try to see if this made it to your... You'll know them. You'll know the name. I just want to know if you knew what their whole gag was. I know the name. Yeah. This cartoon is, like, very well known. We've had it before. We've talked about it. Cartoon lab mice. Is is the name of the cartoon the name of the lab mice? Yes. Or it's a cartoon with lab mice in it? No, it's the name. It's the name of the mice. Is it two mice? Two mice. And it's called This and This? Yes. It's like frickin' frack, and they're lab mice. Precisely. What <laughs> <laughs> are these cartoons you're, even on? You're is literally it? all over it. <laughs> you, are literally, you have literally hit every... You are describing... People at home listening who know I just the don't have a get... I don't know any... Cartoon. You've never heard of uh, Pinky and the Brain? Oh, yeah, I've heard of it. Okay, there you go. Pinky and the Brain. They're two cartoon lab mice trying to take over the world. I didn't realize. 
One of them's a genius I and the pi- other is I the assume same. Pinky was a scientist and the brain was just Pinky a brain is dumber that he kept than du- Pinky is dumb as bricks on a And the brain is And the brain smart. is this super smart my, my uh, mouse who's constantly trying to get Pinky to help him escape so that he can take over the world. It's every episode. It's the same theme you watch this? every episode. I grew up seeing it, you know what I mean? Like, oh, it's been on since we were kids? It's been on for 20 years. <laughs> it's like 20 like, years old. Man. Yeah. If you ask me how old I was, I said, you've been around three, three seasons. Right. There was a point in time in college where we still watched television, and there was like 11 things on. And Pinky and the Brain was one of them? Sure, we sometimes. I mean, I've, I, I I know things. What am I going to tell you? I'm in the trivia You're business. You're telling me Pinky and the Brain I like Pinky and the Brain. this millennium? <sighs> no way. There's no way Pinky and it's the old. Brain was around in the 90s. It's old. We're going to find out right here, right now. I am not a believer. It's old. Oh yeah, nineteen ninety-five. Jeez. Yeah, we what was that? High school. What was that? <laughs> Pinky and the Brain's been around since nineteen ninety-five. Told you. It's not even really for millennials. It's for teenagers. Yeah. There you go. Is it still on? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't ask if it was still on. Nah, it was done in nineteen ninety-eight. Yeah, that was the original release. It says three year run. I'm sure it's coming back, starring Salil Moonfry and Freddie <laughs> Prince Jr. doing the new enough. voices. I known that. <laughs> yeah, it ran for four seasons from '95 to '98. Funny show. Well, how much can you make a show where every episode's the same premise? It's like know, Three's man. Company. It just never crossed, never crossed my radar. Uh, all right, I got one for you. Mm. See, see, look at me going right into your wheelhouse for you. Mm. The Peach Pit is the Beverly Hills 90210 as what is. To Saved by the Bell. Oh, I mean, oh, okay. Uh, Maxis. The Max? Is that what yeah, it's called? The, yeah, uh, Maxis. Uh, it was called The Max. The Max. The yeah, Max, yeah. yeah. Right. But That's what I have as the answer. The guy who ran in the first iteration of Saved by the Bell, the guy who ran its name was Max. Gotcha. So they would always just say, we're Max's. going to Maxis. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's called The Max. The Max. Yeah. But it, 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 they had him as a character originally, and he did, like, magic tricks. And every time the kid showed up to eat, he would, like, you know, do stupid, goofy stuff and then go off set. Well, you got it. Saved by the bell. All right, Nick. Uh, let's put a wrap on it. Uh, okay. I'm going to give you one more. Okay. It's last one. And it's wheelhouse for you. Okay. I feel like the Joker here with my notebook. What classic rock legend played alongside Eric Clapton on the Derek and the Dominoes song, Layla? Rock legend. Rock legend. And there's clues I can give you. So this is the clue I'll give you, okay? The band, but not necessarily the person, only recently stopped touring. The band. But not necessarily the person. So you're saying this rock legend was known for being in a band? Yes. 100%. The band, I don't know. But this guy stopped playing with the band? Correct. But I could have seen the band without the person. Yes. Recently. Yes. Not too recently, but you have seen this band more than more than once. 
and I've seen them with or without this person. You've never seen them with this person. Yeah. Got it. Dickie Betts. That's a great guess. You got the right band. Got the wrong guy. <laughs> Dwayne Allman. Dwayne Allman. Dwayne Allman plays with Derek and the Dominoes on Layla. Isn't that awesome? It's awesome. It's one of those things you just don't know and then you hear. But Dwayne Allman died so early. You know what I mean? It was all yeah. Greg. No, yeah. we've we've met Greg. We got Greg Allman stories, but we do not have Dwayne Allman stories. He was no. dead a long time earlier. Motorcycle? No, they didn't they have the plane crash? Airplane? Yeah, I think uh, almost everybody died and a couple guys survived. It was uh, pretty messed up. All right, well, that is it for episode 132 of the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. We're going to leave you with a legendary song from a legendary band, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the Quizzo Trivia Podcast. Visit us online at quizzopodcast.com for more information. 